are where you believe you need to be to receive the most that you can get today. Okay. So this is part four of the Promises series, and I want to talk to us today briefly this morning. won't take long, but I want to talk to you this morning about a part of the promise that one of the promises that the Father gave uh, to you and to me. Well, let me put it this way. You decide whether you're part of that group. It's a promise that the Father gave to those who serve Him with their whole heart. It's up to you to decide whether you're part of that group. I am assuming that you are, but I don't want to assume anything. I want to uh, be in the middle of the truth. So you decide for yourself where you are. But there is a particular promise that the Father gave to you and me that when we receive this promise, there is no better place to be. And this is a tough one, really tough, Shalon. This promise that he gave us is really hard for us to walk out because of the nature of who we are. None of us, none of us in this room are going to be quick to turn down a good knuckle, a good opportunity to have a fight with somebody. We like a good brawl. Whether it's verbal, fist to cuff, we are people who don't mind having a good brawl, especially over religion or children, how we raise them or how we don't. Somebody will tell you you're not, and you're going to fight back saying you are raising them. Somebody will tell you that's righteous, and you might say that's not righteous. We don't need a good reason for a brawl. We just need someone to be in the same space with us. And if we're not careful, we can create a fight. And one of the promises that the Father gave us that's probably one of the more difficult things for us to accept Jordan and walk out is the promise that we can live a battle-free life. Say that with me. I, I can, live can live a battle-free battle life. I can live a fight-free life. Now, somebody might deny that because before you even got here this morning, you had an argument with three different cars pulling in here because you were trying to figure out how in the world do I get into the rock now because everything changed at midnight last night. So you were fighting with whoever you're riding with. No, you don't go there. You passed it. You got to, and you're already today. How many did that happen to already? Wow. Wow. See, it happens. But at midnight last night, the road changed, our access. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more just so we can avoid a battle, okay? For those of you that live in Lake County, if you're watching online, those that live in Lake County, be aware of this. Starting at 8 o'clock tonight, if you live in Lake County, you do not want to be on this side of the bridge. I got an email yesterday at 3 o'clock, okay? I'm just telling you. If you live in Lake County, starting at 8 o'clock tonight, you don't want to be on this side of the bridge. You want to be on that side. If you're on that side and you come over here for something, you need to get over here and get back before 8 o'clock because everything crossing that bridge is shut down at 8 o'clock from 8 tonight until 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> so be aware. There is a flag man, and it can be shut down for up to an hour at a time, and then they'll let traffic pass. I got the email yesterday, so I'm letting everybody know that has to go to work. If you live in Lake County, you live here, and you got to be to work early like that, you need to leave really early to get to where you're going. 
It starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Be where you are. If you're in this side of the bridge, stay here until after 6 in the morning because they're opening up the big bridge over there at midnight tonight, between midnight and 6 o'clock in the morning. The big bridge is going to open up, and they're closing down the little one. So just giving everybody an idea. So there was a little uh, a fighting going on today, eh? A little Canadian in me there came out, although I have no Canadian in me. <laughs> I have a little bit of everything, but I think I came up short on the Canada side. But a little bit of fight in all of us, just a little bit. And we tend to do that. What the Father wants to do is remove the fight. Because if you think about it for a second, if, you could, if there was any way at all for you to tally up how much time we spend battling with things that are absolutely ridiculous, think about it. If you could equate that into a measurement of time, How much of your time currency are you spending on something that is wasted when you could be spending that currency on something that is fruitful? Because we engage these things. I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to show you a little uh, sample like I showed the first service. What we do is when we are engaging a battle, see, we want to avoid it. I don't think there's anybody in it. Not many people um, look for the battle. We just find ourselves in it. We stumbled into it. Man, I didn't plan to get here. I got here, and I hear these voices, and this contention, and this person saying this, and that thing did this, and this situation happened. And man, if you think for even one second I'm going to let that go, uh-uh, that is not me. <laughs> you know, we got this whole thing about we have to be in control. We are in charge of our space. And we've got that whole thing, and we work it well. And we, we own it, and we, we want to we defend it. Because this is our space, Tim. This is my 10 by 10 section, and I'm going to defend this thing with everything that I've got. And, and if anybody gets in there and tries to violate it, believe me. If there's anything in my hand I can get to, I'm going to defend this thing, and I'm going to fight to the death over this little space. And, and what the Father's saying is, he says, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, Mahalo. You don't have to do that, Jamie. You don't have to do that, Jordan. You don't have to do that, Chris. You do not have to do that. You do not have to do that. He says, I want to tell you, you can live a battle free, in a battle-free zone. You literally can live in this thing, and I'll take care of that, but it's going to cost you something. It's the price that's hard for some of us to pay. I used value one time, an example of what value is in the form of a bottle of water. And, or let's just use this glass of water. Right now, this glass of water is, really has no value. Because if I drop it, if I spill it, I'll walk right out there to that drinking fountain, get me some purified water right out of that filter, and just drink me some more. Or I'll ask Matt or one of the pastors, can you please get me a bottle of water? And they'll go back there, they'll get me a bottle of water. So there's really no value in this. There's no, I don't feel like I'm married to this. I don't feel like I, uh, you know, I'm less of a man if I don't have it. Because I'm right in the middle of plenty of supply. There's plenty of supply. But if I'm walking across a desert and I'm lost and it's 130 degrees out there, there's not a cloud in the sky, there's not a rock to hide under, there's not a bramble bush to cover myself with, and all I see is lizards and sidewinders. And I've been walking and I'm feeling like I'm breathing my last breath the skin on my lips, I could peel away like parchment paper. And I'm walking across this desert. 
And suddenly, in the middle of nowhere, I don't know where home is. I don't know where to go to get to the next place. And I just feel like the end is near. In the middle of that desert, I'm looking at that last critter crawling across the ground. And I come over this dune, and when I walk over that dune, I see that. What's the value of that now? I'd fight you for it. If somebody came over the other dune, I would do the best I could. You're going to say, well, that's not very Christian. <laughs> well, if they're serving God, they'll go to heaven. I'm going to get to that water, and I'm going to drink it as fast as I can. You're on your own, baby. <laughs> I might share it. You don't know what you'd do. I hope we'd all share it. I'd share it with y'all. Most of y'all. No, I'm just kidding. But if you see that glass of water out in the desert, doesn't matter how hot it is. Doesn't matter if it has a little dirt floating on the top of it. Doesn't matter if you had to pull the lizards out of it that were trying to get water just like you. Suddenly what had no value here has become priceless there. You get me? I'm going to tell you the truth in the kingdom is exactly the same way. And the Father says, my promises are just like that water in the desert, not like that water on that glass. My promises are priceless, and my promises came to you to give you life. To be to you everything that that water would be in the desert, it would keep you living. He said, my promises were sent to you to give you life. And if you can do one thing, this promise can keep you out of the fight. One thing. Let's find out what that is. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 14, please. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, reads like this. It says, the Lord, everybody say the Lord, the Lord. will fight for you. <laughs> and you, say me, let's make it personal. And I, all I have to do is be quiet. Oh, man. Come on, man. It's still football season, so I get to do that, you know, like they do on football. Never mind. Those of you who watch football know exactly what I just said. He said, I will fight for you, and all you have to do is be quiet. Let me ask you a question, and I do want to see a show of hands. How many of you find it incredibly easy to just ignore the chatter when it's all about you? You find it easy. How many feel like there's something in you just wants to engage it? Especially if it's, a, what if it's a complete blatant lie and 30 people have liked the lie? How many people, you just want to respond to that? Go ahead, let's be honest. You just want to respond. It's a lie. I have a right. Raise your hand. Come on, you'd respond to that? Oh, yeah, you know you would. The rest of y'all need to... We're going to repent right now before I can go any further. You know you want to repent. You know you want to get in there and you... Oh, I'm going to straighten this. Why would I let anybody believe a lie about me? Why would I want to let anybody do that? 
Nobody likes that. We don't like that. We want to get on there and say, oh, this is the truth. You don't know. You don't even know me. You're like my wife the other day. She's on her phone. She's showing me how fast she can text. Check this out. Now and then she says, let me see you text. And I'm like, one thumb. So I don't do that. If you get a text from me, by the way, this is a sidetrack. This is a rabbit trail. If you get a text from me and none of the words are spelled right, it's because I'm voice texting. Hey, Siri, text Matt. What's going on? And by the time he gets it, it's like, what's up, dude? <laughs> it gets the point across. But my wife, she's doing all it, and, I, and that's how we are. Because, man, when somebody comes and they want to fight, oh, no, I said, hey, Siri, and my, my iPad's trying. It's wanting to try to get us sucked in. The voices of others, it's like a vacuum. It creates this whirlpool. It's like, and you just see the vortex on the other side, and you're like, And it's sucking you in, this vortex, this sharp vacuum or whatever they call those things. Sucking you in. And it's, and it's telling you, you will respond. And you're like, no, I won't respond. And before you know it, I didn't do that. And it's not mean you don't even know me. How dare you? And then some of us are even worse, man. We're like, we get on there and we're like, what are you talking about? Let me tell everybody what you did. <laughs> it gets worse we don't just defend ourselves we start finding a way to unclothe their Noah <laughs> I'm not just going to defend me I'm going to rip you apart when I'm finished with you they will bake you because that's our nature. That's the nature of Adam and us. And the Father says, listen, I'm going to make it really easy on you. I'm going to make it really easy. I'm going to give you one thing to do. Let's see if you can do this. If you can do this thing, everybody say, if I can do this, he'll do that. He said, okay, this is how easy I'm going to make it. He says, the Father says, I'll fight for you if you'll be quiet. That's it. We're done today. All you got to do is be quiet. Are you convinced now all you got to do is be quiet? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you believe God? Yes. Do you believe his promises are yes and amen? Yes. Remember we talked about that the very first week. His promises are yes and amen. He never reprint, repent, repents of his promise. He never goes back on that. But his promises are always yes and amen. When they are sent, they are sent to accomplish. They are not sent to exist. They're sent to do their work. And the work they want to do in this case is he sent a promise, Shay, to fight on your behalf. And, but in order for him to do that, and the, we have to be quiet. And you know why? Because when we open our mouth, we get then in the way of his perfect answer. He's going to do such a better job defending you than you will do with every single word in your vocabulary using it twice. And we get into this place, as I said in the first service, we get into this place, and there's like a five-foot space that we walk through. And we walk into it. We approach this five-foot space is the argument. It is the attack. 
It's the social media thing. It's the job thing. It's the spousal thing. It's the children thing. It's the friend thing, the neighbor thing. They don't like how long my grass is or short, whatever. There's just always something that we can fight about if we really want to. And this little five-foot area has all that in it. Well, we approach the wall of that space with a confidence. I'm going to be silent because God said he will fight for me and I am a child of God. And He said he will fight for me. All I have to do is be silent. Watch this silence. And we walk over and we open the door and we get into this space where we're supposed to be silent and we start hearing these sounds. She said, he said, they did. This is how, can you believe this about them? And we, we all of a sudden, we start moving a little slower. We start looking around. What'd you say? You talking about me? Oh, yeah, I thought you said the Lord would fight. He said, yeah, he did. If I would be silent, it's too late now. I've already spoken up. Now I'm on my own. You better back off, Jack. <laughs> That's not the way. What if we walk up to this thing we move through this thing. What if we, while we're hearing it, just keep moving through it? Because if you will walk through it, you will come out of it. But if you walk up to it and engage it, you will live in it. You own it when you keep walking. It owns you when you take up residence. You hear me? And he said, the Lord will fight for you. You have only to be silent. And listen, we can pray all day. Lord, deliver me from every battle. It's not going to happen. You're not going to live your life without having opportunity to enter into the fray. In fact, there aren't many days you're going to live Without, having to, without opportunity to engage in the fight. Because every day you live, you're going to walk through that five-foot space. Sometimes it's a ten-foot space. You're going to have to walk through it because no matter what you do, somebody's judging it. Rightly or not rightly, somebody's judging it, and you're going to feel the need to defend it. Because I can tell you what is guaranteed, and that is the opportunity for contention. And I can also tell you what's guaranteed. The opportunity for you to walk through it without contending with the contention. But only if I walk through this thing and I do not engage. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm speaking a word to people today. I'm telling you because some of you already today when you came in here, like I know Shay, y'all were talking about trying to get into the building, right? Trying to figure it out. When you go out here, you're going to try to figure out who was right and who was wrong. I wouldn't even go there. I'd go get something good for lunch and act like it never happened next week driving here like it's been that way forever. <laughs> See, she's patting him on the face and just letting him know. <laughs> and then sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it works really well too if you just admit she's right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Because there's God, and then there's our wives. <laughs> but what's guaranteed is contention's coming. 
What's guaranteed is contention's going to happen, opportunity for contention's coming. What are we going to do with it? Do we have the ability? Let me ask you, you answer for yourself. Do you have the ability to be silent? I'm going to try. That is honest. And here's the thing. Sometimes you're going to succeed, sometimes you're not. Now, I was going to address that at the end, but I'm going to address it right now. Sometimes we succeed, and sometimes we do not. When we succeed, celebrate it. Oh, man, when you get through that space and you get on the other side and you realize, <laughs> I am on this side of that. Celebrate it. But when you get on the other side and you realize, oh, got a few scratches along the way, didn't quite make it, learn from it. Remind yourself, I didn't have to come out of there bruised. I didn't have to come out of there losing friends, relationships, opportunities. I could have come out of that thing unburned. I could have walked right through that fire and not smelled an ounce like smoke. But man, I had to open my mouth. What do I learn from that? That's what we do. So trying, that's the right path. And he's here to help you do that. When you received Christ, Shay, which is a celebration all by itself, Every day after that, another celebration is he's at work in you. And he's at work in all of us to cause us to trust him and, and believe that his word is right and true. He does not go back on his word ever, ever. So, Isaiah 40, 29, read, see, turn there please. Read this with, or follow along with me as I read this. This is really cool because this sort of addresses what you were saying, Shay, just a moment ago. Isaiah 40, 29 in the ESV, English Standard Version says, He gives power, everybody say, He gives power, he gives power. To, the faint. to the faint. I'm telling you, there's none of us in this room that are perfected yet. We're on the journey, but I can tell you, I'm proud of the days I've done well, and I try my best to learn from the ones I didn't. I can tell you that my, I'm just talking about me right now. I can tell you that my, what's the word I'm looking for? My um, grace for foolishness in what people say about me, because they do. They say things about all of us. I'm, they said things about Jesus. And I'm going to tell you today, if they said things about Jesus, they're going to say some things about you. So stop trying to not have people say things about you. Because they just like to do that. So, but my ability to be silent has increased. It's better today than it used to be. But it isn't perfected. There's still, sometimes I'm surprised by things that I think would not make me want to get in the middle of that space. I'm surprised by things that I thought I'm just keep walking and I'll stop and I'll say what did you say what'd they say I'll tell you you want, you want to know what gets me can I tell you the kind of thing that really I'm still working on I'm doing good it's when I hear somebody say something about somebody else in the church they can say something about me and I can deal with it but it's when somebody says something about someone else that I know their character and I know their integrity and I also know they're human but I know they love God. That makes me want to come to their defense. And I want to come up and I want to back them up. And I want to say, oh, you don't know. You are in my space. Yeah. 
But it doesn't work that way. The Father says, in those moments when you feel faint, man, can I really do this, Shay? Can I really, do, can I really get in this space? Can I really plow? This is a big one. When I enter into this space, I know what's coming. I know who these people are. I know what this situation is. Am I really going to be able to walk through it and not live in it? I'm going to get in there, and, and, and there's, there's this thing. Man, I just feel myself giving. I feel myself giving in. The most incredible gift we can receive is the gift of Holy Spirit that came to remind us who we are in the Father. We are sons. We are sons today. We were sons yesterday. We will be sons tomorrow. And in the middle of this, we are sons of the Most High. And we do not have to engage us. And if we can allow Holy Spirit to remind us of that, He says, I will give power to the faint. I will give power. When you feel like you're about to give into this and you're about to look at them right in the eye and you're about to say, bring it. He's going to say, Shay, turn your head and leave it. <laughs> and you're going to do this right here. And you're going to walk out of that. And there's not one person in this room that can't do that because that's the God that you and I serve. That is the God. Are, again, are we going to succeed every time? Absolutely not. We're just not going to be successful every single time. But that does not stop you nor I from in, entering into and in, on purpose choosing to walk through. Every single time it comes up, our heart is to move through this thing, not live in the thing. Amen? So he says, he gives power to the faint and to him who is past faint and no longer has any strength whatsoever, he says, I will increase it. To him who got in the middle of this, and this is what people do all the time in the kingdom, is they get into something, they feel so beaten down, I didn't do it one more time, I've failed, I'm right in the middle of this thing, and I'm living in it, and I am just stuck here because all I, I just keep finding myself engaging, engaging. I'm arguing. I'm defending. He told me to be silent. I can't keep my mouth shut, man. I, my lips move without even thinking about it. And it's just going and going and going. And suddenly, you have no strength at all. You're beyond faint. There's nothing left. And you feel hopeless. Why do I continue to try to do this? And the Father says to you, I'm going to give you more strength. You are never without. This is comfortable. He said, you are never without. Listen to me, Cletus. You are never without. If we, again, could tally up how much time we spend defending ourselves, our position, our thoughts, our ideas, our this, our that, our the other, and rightfully, we could justify defending it. Man, you're after me. This guy's after me. They don't know what they're talking about. And maybe it's even the truth. Sometimes we defend the truth. They're telling the truth, and we just defend it because it shocks us as much as it did them. <laughs> I really am that way. Ah, no, I'm not. And we figure if we yell loud enough, we'll change the circumstances. I'm telling the truth, am I not? But the reality of it is here, if, if we can accept the Father has released to you and me a promise that we can live in a battle-free zone, we can live a battle-free life. i got to tell you what I believe about him. I believe if the God that said that 
is the same one that said, if you will trust me, I'll send my son and he will completely redeem you and rearrange your thoughts and your thinking and your life. If the same God gave me that promise that sent his son, I'm putting my money on him. And it doesn't matter what we're dealing with. You and I, we can get through it. And you know, on the days when you feel like you can't, you know what else is cool about God? He wraps you up with people. You might call them a garment. I'll call them friends. He'll wrap you up with people that are strong, that will take you by the arm. And before you get into that zone, you say, hey, I'm about to go through something. There's some stuff said about me on social media or wherever. And I'm using that a lot today because that tends to be the battleground today. But there's a bunch of stuff said on social media about me. And I don't know how to navigate it. And you go talk to somebody who has navigated it. And say, help me. Take me by the hand. And you link arms with them and you get through there. And that person is going to say to you, don't look left and don't look right. You keep going. Straight ahead. Do you hear me? Do you hear me this morning? Do you know how easy it is to not get in a fight? It's not. Because we have to be quiet. It requires something of us. It requires us to be willing to grow, to be willing to learn, to be willing to change, to be willing to actually believe that what God said He would do, He will do. It's so hard because there's so many things that we think we've come to believe that we can correct if our volume is louder than the other person's. I can correct this, make them believe me if I just yell louder. I can make them believe me if I just have the last word. But the Father says, no. My word will put a true end to it. Your word will just delay the inevitable. But I will bring it to a righteous end. A righteous end. If you can be silent, he said, I will do the rest. And then 2 Chronicles, I want to read that this, this morning, seven, chapter 7, verse 14 in the English Standard Version. It says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and they will pray and seek my face and they will turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal, heal their land, the land of conflict, the land of controversy. The land where there has been no opportunity, but now there is. Do you hear me today? If my people who are called by my name, if my people who have become my sons and daughters will humble themselves and accept that their silence will do them more good than their sound. If my sons and daughters who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and they turn from their wicked ways. What is a wicked way? First of all, let me define that very simply. Let me tell you what wicked is. Wicked is not what you see on television and all that. Wicked is anything that is opposed to the purpose of God. Anything. Wicked isn't measured by how dark it is or how this it is or how much of that's in it. Or Wicked is anything that is anti-Christ is wicked anything because a wicked thing comes to devour the righteousness that you've been invited to be a part of if they will seek my face and turn pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways I will hear from heaven I will forgive their sin and I will heal the land they occupy I will heal those places I will heal those places where there is conflict I will hear it if they will turn 
from their need to be the voice, to be the answer to everything. We don't have to be the answer to everything. We simply have to say, Father, help me today. I'm walking through something. There's people saying things about me. There's things that are happening to me. Whatever might cause you to engage in the fight, to live in it instead of walking through it, you say, Father, you help me. I walk with you. I'm a son. I'm a daughter. I'm not asking for something that you don't want to give me. You want to do this for me. I just have to believe that. And I do believe it. And I do believe that you'll get me through this thing. And I'm going to walk this thing out. And I believe that you're going to help me get right on through that thing. And I'm not going to let it build up in me because that's what happens. The moment you choose to live in it, it grows. It's like an oak tree, man. That acorn, it begins to grow and it sprouts. And that thing becomes solid. And suddenly, you don't have anything you can cut it down with. It takes a bigger axe and a bigger axe and a bigger axe, then a chainsaw, then it takes a backhoe to come and pull. And it's just, you, the need is greater to be able to defeat it. And the Father says, simply with your silence, you have wiped out the whole argument. Just by your silence, you've given me opportunity to wipe out the whole argument. He wants to do that for you today. He wants to do that for you this morning. He promised he would. He said, I will fight your battles, and I will give you strength, when you are weary, you're tired of hearing, because you will get tired of hearing it. And when you're silent, I don't know how long it'll last. People will keep saying, keep saying, doesn't matter. Let's help each other. Let's help each other. First of all, let's help each other by not being the one that's talking about the other. That's a good start. Then let's help each other by helping the others get through those moments when people are. Chatter, chatter, chatter. Do you hear me today? You help me, I'll help you. You help me. You come to me and you say, hey, this person, this whatever, whatever, I'm going to say, okay, let's, let's be silent together. Let's just be silent together. Let's, I'm, I'm going to ask the Father, right now I'm going to ask the Father, help you. Help you be strong. In fact, you don't really need to ask him for strength. He said, I will be the strength to the faint and the weary. He already said that. I don't have to ask him for what he told me he would be. Please be my strength. He said, I, w I already told you I would. I'm waiting on you to let me be. When you flex your muscle, stop acting like it's yours. You're flexing me. You hear me? Stand with me if you would, please. Father, I lift my voice. Honey, my, uh, my wife, honey, would you join me, please? I know, she repositioned. I can't find her. I join today with my bride, with the love of my life, the gift that you have given to me. Even in us, at times, there are tests. I want to respond to things she said. She wants to respond to things I've said. She's silent better than me. I'm speaking for every man in this room. <laughs> but I'm standing with this people today because I'm not asking you to do something for them that I don't need myself. Help us yes. to learn to zip it and to trust you. To believe that your promises our yes and amen. And that you will fight our battles yes. if we will only be silent. Yes. 
if we will learn, we don't have to walk away. We just walk through it. We walk through it as though it isn't even there. Now, you know what? That's going to make them mad. It's going to make the other situation mad. They're going to be like, oh, because it, when you don't engage it, man. It just gets bigger. Just keep walking. Ooh, we are going to be tested. <laughs> but Father, help us. Help us. Put your hand on yourself. Father, help me today. I need your strength that you promised. I'm not asking for it. You already gave it to me. I want to walk in it. I want to walk in that strength. Help me to openly receive what you have already given and be glorified by it. In Jesus' name, amen. What a great word that was today for you and for me. Amen.